Hey, you know, AJ, uh, Jeppy Condal kicked off the show with a $5 tip. Says GG. As he always does. GG to you, Jeppy. Thank you so Homegrown much, Jeppy Georgia Game Cat. Let's get it. Oh, Let's yeah? get it, Jeppy. Did you know that? <laughs> I, I know you probably don't follow, follow the Olympics at all. You're like Ooh, the last yeah. person I would expect to. But yeah, I think it's pretty I, cool I, that they added uh, skateboarding and uh, stuff to it. It's pretty cool. Japan. Mm-hmm. A 13-year-old girl mm-hmm. won the uh, Japan gold medal. That is badass awesomeness. Inspiring, even. You know, I'm glorious. I'm, I'm glad you hijacked my uh, my Jeppy Condyle uh, conversation. <laughs> hey, to, to, Jeppy to, to talk to like talk about the Olympics, <laughs> to talk about the Olympics. Uh, but where I was going with that was I wanted to give a shout out to Jordan Cloud who tipped at the end of my um, D Magnet uh, Let's Play, and uh, and his after I turned the volume down in my headset, oh, yeah. I was saying goodbye to everybody, and uh, and he and he was asking what our uh, what what our first game ever was. Do you remember my first game ever that I played? was uh super mario duck hunt oh wow okay cool first game i ever owned was mega man 2 baby oh my god yeah i think i fought i fought claw, uh, tooth and nail <laughs> clawed my way to get that shit yeah i think uh I, I think i think i'm right on this i think the first game maybe i ever played was at my grandparents house and it was stampede on the old atari um but then it was the first game i ever owned for myself maybe i even bought it for myself i doubt it uh, with maniac mansion on the commodore 64 craziness guys i want to hear i want to see in the chat what everybody's first game was this is a great way to find out how old everyone is too start the show brian let's do Uh, this fine let's start the show This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, regardless of who decides to show up and who doesn't. My name's Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And the guy to my right, the boy, AJ, from The Underground, PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Gamecats? Happy Monday. Now, we know Mondays usually suck. But obviously, as you can see from the headline, hopefully we can make your Mondays suck just a little bit less. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dave sends his regards. He would love to be here, but of course, he cannot. That's why he's not here. Lots of Mario Brothers, lots of Pong. Oh, yeah. Alex man. Kidd on the Master System. That's great, man. Shinobi World was Oregon, amazing. Oregon Trail, Commodore, Night Lore. Wow. Good shit. Real good stuff, man. We, we, got, we, got, some, uh, we got some old graying cats in the chat. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just, like We're all old. <laughs> uh, man, we have so much stuff to talk about, but uh, but I guess we should probably kick it off with a little bit of housekeeping. And the housekeeping we want to take care of is, guys, don't forget to join our Discord. The link's in the description below. That's where this conversation happens 24-7. That's where we get multiplayer meetups happening. That's where we just hang out and shoot the shit. What are you doing? <laughs> and, uh, you know, we even get some uh, box daily box VR uh, classes in. So uh, make sure you head on over there and, and join us. It's the never-ending conversation. Uh, also, just we have... A little- What's that? I said, get yourself a little sweat going. Get yourself some a little box sweat VR. going. Yeah, it's yeah, healthy. Yeah, with some box VR. It makes yeah. you sweat. Exercise. Like, it's not hot enough. Uh, did you notice? <laughs> I'm already celebrating October because I can't. I'm done. <laughs> done with summer. I'm done with it. Okay? This is me. This is me protesting summer. I'm fucking done. Done. I'm going to start calling you Brian Pumpkins. 
He's Brian Pumpkins. I feel like that's a conflict of interest with with a competing channel. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Brian the Pumpkin Patch Kid, apparently. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm done with summer, man. It's so hot. But whatever, man. If you want a box, get in there with us. Anyway, uh, don't forget, we are also now getting these shows up on Spotify and some other streaming services. We'll make sure we get a full list of those uh, eventually. But, man, just go to Spotify, search for Without Pro, you'll find us pretty quickly, uh, probably with a bunch of other true crime podcasts. And I think that's kind of it. Now asks, is Box VR still $30? I think retail, yeah, but it's it's always, always, always on sale. Like, in fact, it's on sale during this sale. It was like 10, 11 bucks or something like that. Um, and it's terrible, man. Like, the more we play, the more we realize all the faults that it has. Like, there's no way I could have known all these things back when I reviewed it. Um, but now it's, uh, but man, it's like we we've, we have trouble getting classes going, people seeing the rooms that we create. Uh, man, sometimes when you do uh, a squat, uh, even if you're in full view of the camera, it pulls the world down with you and then you stand back up and you have to like throw an uppercut and it's like is everything's a fucking disaster we still do it because it's our, the best thing that we have um but man they really need to get that FitXR update uh coming as soon as possible so not i don't think worth 30 dollars but uh but you know grab it while it's 10 bucks all right good 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 now that i see you're done with the chat now you can rejoin the conversation here Live. We can't. We can't have you talking in the chat, AJ. There's only two of us. If one of There's us stops so talking, that's than you, it. Though. I know, <laughs> dude. We got a tip from Mad Max Stone, the Game Cat Avenger Rare. The five dollars says Yuki, Yuki, Yuki. Damn, I love that game. We I. I thought that was nice. Wii U. Um, for a treat on PSVR. We're, we're in. We're oh, okay. in for a treat on PSVR. Witness. For a treat, oh, in for a treat. Uh, I didn't read the whole sentence. You're in for a treat in PSVR. Witness also, Frax pre ordered meow and swipe right back at you. Uh, yeah. call. I've got to download it on my quest, man. I haven't played it yet, um, but definitely looking forward to that. Also, I had ten dollars just sitting in my account on my quest, uh, so I so I picked up Blair Witch because it was on sale, so I got that for ten bucks. Um, so I have to try out both of those, give you guys a little sneak preview for any PSVR owners out there. I think there might be a few of you watching. AJ, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today, and I think we should probably get the ball rolling. What is the first thing on the docket? Did you know, Brian? I didn't. That I believe, now this could be wrong, but tonight at midnight, Wins and Leaves is releasing. Oh, is it? Uh, I, didn't I saw know it was them. midnight. That's crazy. So, so technically, uh, it should be out in an hour in the UK. Um, but they said that I saw on Reddit because they were responding to some people that uh, Trebuchet, makers of Winds and Leaves, they said that it is going to be a midnight release. Now, this is a little bit of a problem for us because we're under embargo until 10 a.m. tomorrow, yeah, so doing? we can't review it or anything. And this is this comes from the big dog. This is this is Sony telling us, guys, you can't do this. So so we're not gonna we're not gonna uh, uh, mess with that, no sir. Man, I didn't However, talk to any big dogs. I don't know. I don't know who you've been talking. <laughs> I didn't talk to any big dogs. I think I'm in the. Clear. Just let me take care of this, Brian. I've got this. <laughs> I'll keep us out of trouble, okay? Uh, but you don't know me well. Today enough. there was. Oh, I do. <laughs> today there was a uh, a new trailer and a uh, new blog post over there from the team at Trebuchet. That uh, showed us some new. I know Trebuchet. Trebuchet. Uh, Every time I need to Bobby say Trebuchet. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but anyways, there was a new new trailer and new uh, blog post that that showed off some uh, new looks at the game. 
that we hadn't seen before. So I wanted to just point out a couple things that uh, we noticed in the trailer that seems like uh, they apply to the game. This is all from the trailer. I no first and foremost, okay. I noticed they made a way better trailer. Like the first, the first trailer was like, oh, some weird something or another trees growing game something is happening wins and leaves. I'm like, what the hell is that? Oh well. And then the next one was like four and a half minutes, and it was basically a tutorial of how to play the game. And I was like, I zoned out within the first twelve seconds. I was like, I'm out. And then this is like, this is perfect, man. This is perfect. This is like short, concise. Uh, it gives you a better idea of what the game's all about. It shows like different things that you're going to be able to do. Um, and man, I mean, right. you know, like, I mean, do, does, does this make sense to you, this trailer? Do you understand what the game's all about by watching this? Uh, I think it's a better, it actually, this trailer uh, tells you a little bit more about the game than it might seem on the surface. Mm. But, you know, you... Uh, pay attention to it because it's got some important things in it number one let's just start with the simple thing is that um you know you see that it's in it's gameplay footage and that it has like a little bit it looks like a little blurry you can even tell from the from the image there like looks like a little bit just a little bit um but you also notice that there's like some really pretty scenes like they've got like this these moments where there's like the sun rising and it's really colorful and looks really pretty um, and they've got like the Aurora Borealis, is that how you say it? Yeah. Um, with like the Northern Lights or whatever at night and stuff. Um, and and uh, yeah, um, it gives a better look at the game. You see, you see these giant windmills with like, uh, like you know, sprawling trees here and there, and and different stuff. So um, some some other mechanics as well. Bill Ramey of the Game Cat with the 229 euros in the chat. Thank you so much, dude. He says, Winds and Leaves out now in EU can confirm. So, uh, according to Bell, Winds and Leaves is now out in Europe. Uh, and, Interesting. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's also out in Australia, that's for sure. Right. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to say something. And by saying this, I'm not going to say anything. If you no. buy it, don't play it. Just wait till tomorrow. And you'll totally not understand why tomorrow. Um, uh, so anyways, another thing in the game um, is that they show, you know, they've talked about the traversal in this game, mm. how you use like some stilts um, that you walk around on stilts in this game, which is uh, pretty interesting. Um, but they also show a mechanic in this trailer where you're jumping from tree to tree as if you're flying. Uh, they kind of show you climbing trees and stuff, picking different seeds from the trees. But they also show you show you jumping around from trees. They've shown on Twitter that you're like jumping around on these different like little platforms and stuff, and it, it like it, like you kind of like look at it and it like launches you towards it. Um, and I don't see any blinders or anything when that's happening in the trailer. So uh, that's pretty cool, man. Um, but of course, this game is all about restoring the forest and uh you know it t it says at the end of the trailer end the cycle so we don't really know what that means yet um yeah the different but uh, different types of locomotion i think are uh it's very cool for them to show this off in the trailer uh because i think before this most of what they showed were hey you're working on stilts they detailed the whole stilt walking mechanic multiple times in the playstation blog you know uh you can you can stretch them up and make them longer you can shrink them down you know help you get things on trees um mostly they help you run faster and uh and, and knowing that there's other ways to get around other than traversing an entire world on stilts is good to know yep. very informative trail um 
nice, nice little mix-up. It's a great trailer. Um, all right. So, but look forward to that. We we cannot like any game. Always wait for a review uh, from us if you can, um, or you know, if you're just an impulse buyer, then <laughs> whatever you do, you. But uh, we will have a review tomorrow after ten o'clock, uh, where where we can talk about it more in depth, and we'll probably go over it Wednesday on Gamescast. Yeah. Brian will probably have a review. Uh, I'll be live streaming it tomorrow, so. We'll talk about it all then, and you can finally uh, check it out some more. But congratulations to Trebuchet, their second game next to Prison Boss. PSVR exclusive. I love exclusives. Um, I am a fan. Uh, but shout yeah, so go ahead. Let's give a shout out to Nihilus Ryan, the game feline with a $5 tip. Says, heart, heart, heart. So many games, so jobby job getting in the way, or so much jobby job getting in the way. Yes. You know, that, I, I hear that. somehow that even relates to me. It's <laughs> like there's so many games getting in the way of my Java job, um, and my Java jobs getting in the way of all these games. Uh, it's craziness. <laughs> Thank you so much for the the donation. Um, I'm also going to have uh, another special video for um, for Winds and Leaves going up tomorrow on the channel. So if you are curious about it, uh, if you if you buy it and you want to know more about it, or if you are on the fence and need to know more about it, then uh, definitely check out Without Pearl tomorrow. I should have a review done early, uh, and then definitely a special video after that at some point. Um, Shades of Grey Matter said, "Do we know the price point? I think I saw on Reddit that they said twenty nine ninety nine. I believe they did. They specified on the price, right? Because it dropped on the uh, Australian store, and it was like what forty five dollar, forty five Australian dollars. And so uh, it was, you know, if you do the conversion stuff, it ends up being like thirty dollars or twenty five pounds, something like that. So yeah, um, should be around that price point." All right, so moving on. Rumor, Brian. There is a new rumor that is popping up. Do you remember PlayStation Home? I feel like we talk about PlayStation Home every third or fourth episode. So, yeah, I remember. I know. I know PlayStation Home. I know, Jay Meow. Watch watch an episode once in a while, Jay (laughs) Meow. Well, uh, this is a new thing regarding PlayStation Home, which is why we wanted to bring it up real quick. Just some speculation, but an interesting thing to keep an eye on. And that is, uh, this comes from uh, PlayStation Universe, and they are speculating about the possible return uh, or that some activity is happening regarding PlayStation Home. And in the article, they say the rumor comes from a Reddit user who has been closely following the trademark for PlayStation Home, Mm -hmm. which you can see the history yourself, and they've got the link and everything. Um... But it uh, says that it was updated. Uh, it says their user notes that there hasn't been an update since 2019 for whatever reason. However, uh, Sony has updated it again just a few days ago on July 21st, place, uh, 2021. And then they go on to say, now this is all purely speculation, but the idea that something could be going on with PlayStation Home is not as far-fetched as it once may have seen. VR is clearly a big focus for Sony, and the return of PlayStation Home with fully integrated VR functionality for PSVR 2 just sounds like a perfect match. So perfect. Someone at Sony must have already thought about this, right? I mean... (laughs) <laughs> the number of times we go, well, obviously this is going to happen, Sony. And then Sony goes, what? <laughs> I mean, countless times over the last however many years. Like, I mean, we're, I'm, go- I'm talking about going back to the PlayStation 1. Of, like, My mindset is never the same mindset as Sony's. This makes perfect sense to me, 
I, I wish I knew more about copyright law or trade law, trademark law to, to understand like if if this if there's any particular reason that they'd be renewing these things now and not later. I mean, like, did they just run it? Did they just expire? Did they run out? And they just like, well, we have to do this because we want to make sure we hold on to our name. Or is there something that was done when they filed these papers that like updated it and, uh, and, and said, hey, this is going to be something we're using, you know, in the near future? No right. idea. What do you think, though? Is, you think this is going to be our uh, PSVR 2 Oasis? Uh, I think it would be a great match. Um, you know, we like P- PS Home never, I really felt like, got the full. Um, it got a lot of like attention and stuff, and it got and it and it had like a lot of uh, work put into it. But I never feel like it ever got treated like a full application. It always felt like it was kind of just like a, a work in progress kind of deal. I mean, it was so in it beta be... for like ninety five percent of the time it was out. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I think Nick researched that last time, and yeah, it was it was in beta for the majority of its lifetime. Um, but, uh, you know, I think when it comes to VR, yeah, I think it's a great fit to, to, you know, what I agree with this article is that it does seem like I do have this feeling that Sony's going to be more doubling down on VR Mm -hmm. this gen. Um, uh, you know, with, with the PSVR one, I can kind of understand their stance. There's a lot of unknowns to really throw your entire budget into it. Um, there wasn't stuff, you know, there was the move controllers, which were reused uh, into a 3D space and stuff. Um, There's a lot of stuff that that was just felt like it was kind of an experimental phase. And this is going to be the first VR product where it's like, no, this is PlayStation VR, like built from the ground up, as we always like to say, for VR by PlayStation controllers, headset, software support. All sorts of things. They said they're redesigning a complete new system. So there are a lot of potential things that we could see happening this gen, and it is super exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, I agree with you. I think they're building a much stronger foundation for PSVR 2. Again, you know, reasons for them to spend advertising money, reasons for them to really get invested and change the UI and, you know, create a create an oasis and stuff uh, to kind of like give us a place to hang out. There's, there's reasons yeah. to because I think they, they believe in this a little bit more than they believed in their first experiment. This is definitely PSVR 2. This is this is their Vita to the PSP, which is a terrible comparison. Um, but um, it's funny that <laughs> it's funny that Facebook gets so much shit, right, for for Oculus trying to include advertisements and video games and stuff uh, in VR. But you look at home, and it's really just one gigantic advertisement. Like, that's really all it is. You walk into different spaces that have, you know, like little promos for different, you know, upcoming games or games that are released. Or you go to a store and you buy a shirt and it has, like, some game logo on it. Like, you pay actual money for a game logo on a shirt. I still still never got to experience that Uncharted ride or whatever that was. I stood in the siren line for, like, three hours and I was like... these are oh, the but it's so realistic. People. That's great. It's just, it's like real amusement park. <laughs> there were only seven people waiting in line with me. I was like, "What's the holdup? Is the ride broken?" Like, I, I never, I never understood certain elements of home. But I did spend a few dollars here and there, and like to to give my dudes like some clothes. I forget what they were, and um, but but I honestly like I would spend a good amount of money in PlayStation Home on PlayStation in PlayStation VR two, uh, 
if they were able to custom, if I could customize like my apartment, right? Give me a cool place to hang out. Let me invite people over uh, and watch movies together and do the whole thing and just kind of customize the entire place. I would spend actual money if this was a place that I could hang out all the time. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much money, but if it was just like a free app, like uh, like PlayStation Home was, yeah. then you know you get a well, little bit more incentive to spend like, money. If you take something like, especially the younger generation, they love free stuff. And that, yeah. like, lots of free games, lots of cheap games get a lot of visibility, a lot of traction because they start out free, because kids who don't have jobs or, or whatever, they're too young to have jobs, they have access to them. Um, so something like Home NVR uh, would, would probably do pretty well. So we'll have to see. Um, I know but, is... yeah, I, I'd like them to bring back the movie theater, mm-hmm. bring back, uh, like, all this sorts of stuff, start integrating some of those netflix services unless we do end up getting the last video store which i don't know if you noticed but shuhei actually he he saw he actually saw one of my tweets which makes me feel special i, in I called him up but and then, i told him i was like aj needs this man <laughs> he needs this just do it for we him. do yeah but then he actually tweeted about the last video store and and stuff or retweeted a push square article about it which i thought was really cool i was like oh well the fact that he actually like acknowledged that it exists i'm like maybe this is a thing uh, it'd be very interesting because they're talking about using the hard drive and stuff to like watch videos and stuff. So, anyways, I would, I, I, I yeah, I would really think that like once PSVR two rolls around, like whatever happens with the last video store is like immediately outdated because uh, I do think there'll be something more integrated. I mean, like you said, PlayStation Home had a movie theater. You could go watch the the E three press conferences in PlayStation Home, like in the movie theater in there. I did that one time. Yeah. It was not the best way to watch it, but but you could do it. Yeah. It's crazy. Listen, we got to take care of a few tips before we go any further. Uh, and the first one comes to us from Gatorade23, Gatorade23, with a $20 tip. Thank you so much, dude. He says, Sup, my dudes? Dead Space VR is one of my most wanted games. I personally wouldn't trust anyone but Visceral, Visceral for a remake. You're in trouble. Uh, I would opt for a safe port. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, it's going to be a hot topic of conversation by the end of the show, man. Because... If it isn't broke, don't break it. <laughs> if it... Oh, isn't broke? Don't break it. Yeah, no, good call. <laughs> yeah. um, Did that on purpose. Well, we definitely have some exciting stuff, uh, exciting conversation at least. There's no, there's no info or anything, but we have some, some rumor or some speculation of our own, and uh, yeah, it's the topic of the the show. So stay tuned, Gatorade twenty three. We might get to it eventually. We'll, see. we'll have to see how this goes. Bill Ramio, the Game Cat <laughs> with the five forty nine euro, says they should use Blockbuster or similar tech then allow us to resell clothes as well. That'd be important to create a digital marketplace. Yeah, that would be interesting to be like, hey, I've got, a, I've got this shirt. You want to buy it for 250 I just bought it for five bucks. <laughs> like, pretty interesting, man. Uh, they should use blockchain. Finally, Did I say Blockbuster? I'm sorry, man. My brain Yeah, blockchain. Uh, this next one comes from Alberto. My palm, the game Gato. I feel like you should be holding cabron. a cigarette for this. Yeah. You hear that, cabron? <laughs> With... The 50 donation. Thank you so much. It says, do you think apps like the last video store could be integrated into PlayStation Home? And what other apps would you like to see in there? Saludos. I hope so, man. I hope so. Like, you know, I, I always think of PlayStation Home as like this this one solidified thing that Sony's created. But the fact is that they, you know, they dropped their own movie service. So I don't exactly see them starting up a new movie service to to be integrated into PlayStation Home. Obviously, that would be like a Netflix thing or a, or, or some random thing, you know, like Voodoo. Uh, and I don't know all the all the off-brand Hulus and shit. 
yeah. Uh, I don't think the last video store would be integrated into itself, but I think the last video store at the very least would be a great stopgap at the very least yeah. uh, till we get um, a first party or something else uh, with PSVR 2, um, higher resolution, stuff like that. So it will be important moving forward. All right, man. What's the next story you got for us? So there was a game that was very sneaky and came out last week Ooh, called sneaky. Rhythm and Bullets. Uh, and it's a like kind of grid-based neon kind of wave shooter rhythm game. Grid-based? Uh, and uh, Well, no, not grid-based, sorry. But it's, it's like basically a first-person shooter where you have two move controllers, your hands are little starships, and we get to play it a little bit and just wanted to share some a couple minutes of just uh, some first impressions. All right, first impressions of Rhythm and Bullets, we're back. Woohoo! All right, man. Uh, so yeah, a little, uh, little kind of a uh, bullet hell space shooter, kind of a, like retro inspired, right? Um, I guess talk a little bit about it on the last show, I believe, but I don't think you at that point had had a chance to play it. Were you at? No, that was right wind, wind. None of us, none of us talked about it. Oh, okay. Because it was, it was wind, wind. Um, so, uh, you know, this game we talked about with the trailer and stuff and, and, uh, you know, I was lucky enough to get a, a key from the developers. So thank you so much. Um, and, uh, I got to check it out for a little bit. Um, and you know, it's, I said that I wanted to give this a chance because I liked games like, uh, what's that? A disco starship disco. Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called? 100%. Um, and, uh, and yeah. And so this one's a little bit different where, it's you're kind of in one place. You've got the two starships on your hands, and then, um, and then, uh, yeah. There's these like grid-looking. <laughs> I don't know another word. They're like they're like these little things coming like, towards you. Like wire wireframe um, enemies. Wireframe. Thank yeah. you. That's the word I'm looking for. Like wireframe uh, little shapes and stuff coming towards you, and you have this like ball in the middle, and you have to prevent them from getting hit. Uh, the tutorial for this game is super long. There's so many more. This game is a lot more complex than just, oh, you're just aiming and shooting. Yeah. They've got a color code system where you have to press X or circle to cycle through them. There's three different colors, green, red, and white. Uh, and you have to have the magic things. The developers, I remember saying, they had a, they were fans of uh, Ikaruga and, and other things. And, um, yeah, and from what I noticed, I mean, like, I was kind of, like, back and forth on it. Um, it, it ultimately, I ended just thinking, like, it was okay. Um, I appreciated the fact that it had some deeper mechanics to it. Um, but it also gets really difficult really fast, and I usually like that. But I wasn't, like, really feeling it as, as much as I had hoped. Yeah, I mean, things like Starship Disco, I feel like, you know, I, and I don't, I think you and I both liked it. I think Dave was the outlier on this one. Yes, he um, hates it. Okay. Starship Disco to me was immediately likable. It's like the the you look at the move controllers, and the ships were like pretty decent sized. Uh, the ones here are like really small, <laughs> and I get it, it's like more of a bullet hell thing. So so you do have to like maneuver around things that you're not allowed to hit. You have to hold this move button to to up your shield so you can bash against things that you are allowed to hit. Um, and so there's like a bunch of different mechanics at work here. And so I guess they had to do it a certain way, but um, but it's I don't know, man. Like I I I'm just I haven't gotten to the point in this game where uh, where it hooks me. 
And I feel like that maybe if I keep playing and I get better, it'll hook me. But right now I suck. And like, I'm sort of, but I'm like, the music's got me kind of just doing this, you know, just like uh, Pistol Whip, the, the metronome is on, or you can turn the metronome on if you want to. And the move controllers vibrate to the beat. And so you're trying to fire on rhythm to help get power-ups. Now, that's that's why it's called Rhythm and Bullets. Yeah, I suck at this game. I didn't. So bad. I I didn't really. I I definitely had the retro arcade feel uh, from this game, but I didn't really have the rhythm game uh, feel yeah. uh, at all. Like I wasn't. I wasn't feeling the rhythm game aspect of it. And some of the environments, like there was a couple. I mean, there's one that they even show in the trailer that has like these purple, like Hawaiian looking or pink, like Hawaiian flowers and stuff, mm-hmm. and and they look pretty cool. It's got this like Japanese inspired art look look to it. Um, but then there were some that were just like, eh, like these are just basic and stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a decent. Seems like it's decent. But again, I've been. I feel like I've been so spoiled lately with these really immersive uh, feeling games, and this one I just I just wasn't really uh, feeling super immersed in. Right, and you said you've been playing a little bit of Yuki too. So like, it sounds yes. like that is like the way better version of this game. Yes, that is a fair assessment. Um, Yuki obviously is a bigger team, uh, more experienced likely too, uh, and it's a little bit more flashy. Mm-hmm. So um, so Yuki overall, I still have a lot more to play as the, of that as well, but it's pretty dope so far. Uh, it's It's got a lot of stylized artwork. It's got amazing artwork and really, really good soundtrack, um, all except for the first level, I will say. I hate the music in the first level for some reason, but other than that, uh, Yuki is pretty cool, um, and it's like got this cool roguelike element to it as well. Nice. Yeah, after all this PSVR madness dies down a little bit, I can't wait to you know throw my quest on and play a little bit of Yuki, play a little bit of Blair Witch. Uh, it'll be it'll be good times had by well by me at least. Real quick, we want to give a shout out to Dimash Smash with the five dollar tip. He did Dimash a little after the topic, but yay, wins and leaves. <laughs> Nice, dude. <laughs> Thank you so much for the tip. And I'm, I'm, it's good to see Winds and Leaves excitement out there. Ever since I saw the very first trailer, however long ago, uh, I kept thinking to myself, I was like, you're creating a very niche audience for yourself, Trey Boucher. I really, really right. hope that there's enough people out there who uh, who, who give the game a shot. Um, and, uh, you know, keep me posted if you do. I'm very curious. We also get Genetic Blasphemy with the $5 tip. says, let's hope the last video store doesn't revive the predatory late fees of Blockbuster. Somebody mentioned a funny comment. They were like, uh, "They were like, what happens? Like, like, is there like, do you die if you have like late fees and don't pay them or something, or or lose health?" I was like, "That'd be pretty cool." Dude, Some good game mechanics in there. I watched that last uh, last video store, or last the last blockbuster, whatever the hell the documentary is about the last block, block, yeah. blockbuster, and it told gave the whole history yeah. of blockbuster. It said, "Remember, yeah. remember near the end they were trying to like you know revitalize sales and stuff, and they like they they were like no more late fees, no more late fees." Well, somebody <laughs> yeah. at the very top decided to do that, and it cut the profits, it cut the revenue for the entire franchise, or for oh, the yeah. to a third, <laughs> down, a to, third. <laughs> down to a third of what they were making prior to that. I was like, it's just like yep. they they ruined the business by cut by getting rid of late fees. They just screwed everybody. Insane. Uh, Bell Ramy of the Game Cat with the 549 euros says, last video store makes you rewind tapes. You got to turn the tape to rewind it manually for five minutes or you have to pay extra fees. He's obviously <laughs> joking. I remember that shit too. No way. Yeah, we had, <sighs> we had like one of the little race car ones that you put the tape in, like slam it down. It goes, 
Yeah. Uh, thank you, Valramio. Of course, Game Cat with the two quid donation says, "Reminder to hit the like. Make sure you hit the like button, guys." Thank That's you. A thing. Uh, also, check out Of Course Instagram. Was it J Brain Art? God damn it! You got to put it in the uh, you got to put it in the chat. Of Course. Uh, and Future Past Scott Jesco PSN Harry Pellet PSVR Game Cat for Life with the two quid testing one two testing and we're back. <laughs> yeah, sorry about Excellent. The crash, All right. So we got to move here because we want to get to the main topic in time. Uh, might go over a little here, but that's okay. Uh, so, guys, we just real quick wanted to address something. Uh, there is a very controversial thing uh, happening. So, if you're sensitive to that kind of stuff, maybe you come back in about five minutes and. Uh, we're not going to shed too much insight on this. We want to we want to be very respectful to all parties, to all everybody. Um, but recently, uh, there was a uh, <clears throat> an update for Superhot where the developers had claimed that they are now removing any things of uh, self harm in the game. And uh, I've done a little bit of looking into this, and I believe I have a theory. Of what happened, I'm I'm not entirely sure, but I have, I have my own theory that I've kind of formed because I'm typically not the kind of person to like you know make like I typically like to put myself in other people's uh, positions uh, and stuff and you know. So you're saying Brian? you like to educate yourself before uh, <laughs> <laughs> before making a rash decision? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so. Just a little bit more backstory before you give us uh, a little bit more research that you did. Um, they at one point they did give you the option to turn off any scenes of help self harm, and then they and then basically the developers like this isn't good enough. We need to do better um, as an industry, and then issued a patch to remove it completely. Uh, and I understand uh, why people are upset with that kind of thing. They they look at it maybe as censorship or they look at it as maybe like, Hey man, I bought a certain game and now you've changed it. Like give me back what I, what I bought. Give me the thing that, you know, that, that I've been playing. Um, and I understand that side of it. Um, but, but there's, there's always more to the story. Uh, do you have the more to the story? Yeah. And this is all just from my own research and, and ob observations and stuff. You know, I follow some of the developers on, on Twitter and right before this happened, I had heard that, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on with like Blizzard and Activision right now too. Um, and, and it's pretty bad. And, and the stories that we're hearing, uh, it's pretty bad stuff. It sounds like. And, uh, and so one of the developers from super hot, I had saw, um, they were, they were really messed up. They were talking about how, they miss uh, they miss one of their I guess a colleague a coworker somebody in the industry, and they also talked about how they were ashamed sometimes of being in this uh, industry and stuff and how there's like scummy people you know there's scummy people everywhere and we got to get as many out from as many places we can out there's no you know when when it comes to working uh, a work environment you want a positive healthy work environment and stuff um, and. So what I drew a connection that I believe maybe uh, maybe happened here. And and it seemed like to me personally that possibly an incident happened with with this girl and she's now longer now with us. And the developer was really, really hurt by this and upset about it. And then a little bit later, now we hear that anything of self-harm 
is being taken out of the game. So I have a feeling just this is like that maybe this had something to do with it. Maybe it was a lot of this stuff. Um, so it seemed to me like more like a personal decision, something that was very close, like it hit too close to home for them. Um, so they wanted it removed themselves, and that's why they did it. And that's my takeaway from this whole situation. Yeah, like I am I'm always, always against censorship. I am always against, you know, just like right. taking things out of – I mean, we, it goes all the way back to, you know, Castlevania on the NES, probably before that, <laughs> you know, where they would like removed all like the religious uh, symbolism and stuff when they brought the game over to the U.S. And I was like, that's so dumb. And like we always get the inferior versions of things because, you know, just because of the way this country works. Um, and uh, inferior depending on your perspective, perspective I suppose. And yeah. – uh, you know, but when it comes to something like this, you know, these are the people who made the game. These are the people who uh, brought us their vision to begin with. These are the people who, um, you know, it's as long as the, as long as no one from the outside is telling them, hey, uh, you need to do this. They, this is something that they've decided to do on their own. Then, like, I, I've got to support a little bit different of story, right? You always have to. I mean, I always support the artist, you know, like, it doesn't matter if it's a musician, a video game creator, you know, a painter, it doesn't matter, man. It's like this is their artwork, this is their vision. And, uh, and I, I've got friends, well, I've got friends who've committed suicide, I've got friends who have died in horrible ways. Do I still make jokes about suicide? Absolutely, but like, I've found after saying that, that those things that some people in our community are very sensitive to those things, I'm, I'm fucking clueless. And then when I find out that people are sensitive to those things, I don't make those jokes anymore. Right. And so mm -hmm. it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's all very, very personal. And that's what this sounds like. Um, so, yeah. you know, dude, persona, th I loved shooting myself in the head in persona three to summon personas. Like I was like, this <laughs> is the coolest thing ever, you know, but like, um, but, but I can certainly, I can certainly respect the developer's decision to change it for these personal reasons. For personal reasons, right. I'm I'm with you in that. Like, if this was just some people speaking out against it, I don't know how I'd feel about that. I probably wouldn't be as supportive. Uh, but but to me, like I said, it's it's like you know, it's the developer's vision, and they they make the game. I, I'm I'm usually of the mindset of hey, play play the game that developers meant intended the experience that they intended and stuff. And, you know, it's a little strange to come out this many years later and change it. But if it is something personal related like that, especially very traumatic, then, then I, I can definitely sympathize and empathize and, and uh, you know, but just an interesting thing. So um, all of that you can expect to be removed from super hot in the near future. I got the physical disc so I can always play the original creation <laughs> the way it was originally meant to but be then you won't have the christmas update brian i'm good man i'm good <laughs> all right all right this brings us that to our brings uh... us... <laughs> where's <laughs> dave when you need him <laughs> Come on. because it would have been way better if all three of us were doing that <laughs> yeah this is our topic of the day guys uh obviously if you saw the thumbnail or the title of the video uh then you know that uh we we really really want to take a little bit of a dive into the dead space remake uh that's happening right now by ea motive um, and also why we think it would be absolutely perfect for PlayStation VR 2. Uh, AJ, you got some details on Dead Space, the Dead Space remake first and foremost, right, before we dive into all of our thoughts on this? 
Um, yeah, so I'm glad I was not prepared for this, as even though I've been preparing for it all day. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, there was, uh, for those who don't or aren't aware, a Dead Space remake was first heavily rumored, but then it was officially confirmed later on during uh, EA Play, I believe it was. Um, yes, in 2021. And uh, they have confirmed, uh, this comes from IGN, and it says EA confirmed motive is, motive is currently working on a Dead Space 1 remake trailer, uh, I'm sorry, remake set for release on the PS5, Xbox Series uh, X and S, and PC. No official release date or window was given, but the first teaser trailer offered an in-engine look at the mood and tone motive is striving to capture with the remake. So first and foremost... This is being developed by Motive, which, for those who don't know, made what, Brian? Uh, Star Wars Squadrons. That is correct, and did ding, a ding, damn ding, good ding. job, if I don't say so myself. Um, yeah, they did a fantastic job. Yeah, um, so this game is being rebuilt from the ground up uh, using the Frostbite engine. Uh, with developers looking to take advantage of the advanced SSDs, 3D audio, uh, and more new tech of the latest console generation to bring Isaac's journey aboard the USG Ishimura to life once again. So uh, they are also go on to say, final, finally here, they said they're working with fans, people in the Dead Space community to... Uh, you know, help assist and give feedback to help modernize from things. So this game is being rebuilt from the ground up. It's not just a remaster. Uh, and uh, it's going to be next or this gen only. Um, <laughs> so they reached out to fans. Did, uh, did, did you hear from them? Because we're, we're fans of Dead Space. Well, yes, we are. Um, but we have a couple theories of why and how this would work swimmingly yeah. <laughs> hopefully that's the right word yeah i, I love that uh I, I i love that they were like hey uh just so you know this this uh this trailer was set to meant to set the tone like it's a tone piece sort of like to give you the idea of like the of what they're trying right. to do here blah 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 and i was like yeah we fucking played dead space it looks like dead space <laughs> i was like good job guys like you nailed it you absolutely nailed it um it looks it looks like dead space and so uh so i'm glad that they are you know mimicking uh what made it good to begin with it was like just the look and the feel and everything so, yeah but yeah go ahead yeah get, getting on to getting on getting back to where you want to go here um obviously squadrons was uh, was not only a flat screen game but it was also a psvr game uh pc vr right. as well i believe right i mean headsets across right. almost across the far line. superior in vr might i add yeah, I mean, definitely. These kind of games are, are just way better to play in VR. But that's not the point. The point is that they, you know, they, these guys have experience, like flipping a switch and taking a flat screen game and making it VR. And so, you know, if there was one team over at EA that we were really hoping would be making this game, it's probably EA Motive. I mean, Visceral's not around anymore. So this is kind of close right. second, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, I don't know if they've made anything else. Have they made anything other than the uh, star, the two Star Wars experiences or, or Star Wars Squadrons and then the Star Wars Rogue One mission? Because if that's all they've made, I just want to say that both of those have been really good. So I think EA has the budget to be able to actually produce some pretty good games. Not to say they aren't talented. I'm sure they've got plenty of talented people over there as well. But uh, But I think they have the other thing that really matters, which is budget as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah. 
Yeah, even the motive. I really did like the Rogue One experience, but as far as I know, motive didn't have anything to do with that, right? Was that right? Um, right. Yeah. I think motive is a little bit newer of a company, as far as I know. Yeah. So, listen. So, I mean, let's get let's get past the the easy stuff here because the easy stuff yeah. is super clear. Horror games are better in VR. Period. There's there's no way around that, right? It's like not not only. Not, you know, not only are you in the game, like it, it, shit's happening to you instead of some, you know, a character that's, you know, sitting six feet away from you, whether you're playing first person or not. But I hope, and this is going to be maybe controversial, I hope that they switch to first person view for this game. Because Dead Space 1, 2, and 3, when those games came out, those were product of their times. That Those were like picking up the survival horror gauntlet, like where Resident Evil had already been like, yeah, we're not really interested in this anymore. Like we're doing something else. But like third person games were like the fucking rage then. And like slowly but surely, that sort of faded away a little bit. I mean, they're still out there. Obviously, tons of developers are making uh, third-person games. Sony specifically will never stop making third-person games. But I think horror games have come a long way. You know, we've seen games like Outlast, and we've seen like just tons of games be- that that show how much better things are in first person. Uh, and so I know that there's like this whole iconic thing with being able to see the health bar in the back of Isaac's suit, but like small sacrifice to make right well that's that's what i was going to kick things off with is that dead space originally not only is is horror uh better most of the time better in vr but so is uh survival and dead space one was my favorite because it was the it felt like the most survival horror of the three um like but good old classic traditional stuff maybe i i know it gets compared to uh, like resident evil 4 a lot, which maybe is not one of the more survival horrorish kind of uh, Resident Evils, but that's like a, a good comparison, I still think. But this game was immersive as it as it is. It was designed to be immersive, like you said. The health bar on the back it had a very diegetic UI, which was like everything instead of like uh, menus and stuff popping up on the screen. Everything was integrated into the game pretty well, and it was like very immersive. Hold on, hold on diegetic of sound <laughs> in a movie television program occurring within the context of the story and being able to heard, exactly. be heard by the characters. The music right. used is strictly diegetic. Like like his like his health bar was his spine thing. Yeah, I'm, the, all, I'm the, all caught uh, up now. I'm all caught the, up. The inventory system was like a hologram projected or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was all like stuff that wasn't just, oh, this is just magically here for the player to see. It's like, no, like when you're running around in that game, you don't see shit. Like, I mean, you you basically just see the game and like there's not all these numbers and stuff popping. Oh, OK, there were some, but not a bunch. Yeah, no, it's that game. That game actually was fantastic because it was an earlier one to strip away a lot of the HUD. Right. And just and it just added to so much to the experience. Um, and I think that they can kind of do that again, man. It's like there's no reason. Like if you've got if you've got arms in first person, there's no reason there can't be something on the hand or on the arm. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Some, something on your weapon, something, uh, some, so, you right. know, something. Isaac wears someplace uh, else. Yeah, yeah. Isaac wears the biggest badass helmet I've ever seen in a video game. I don't even know how he sees through the goddamn thing, right? Like you tell me, there's not some kind of HUD in that helmet, and I'd be shocked. I know it's like a welder's mask or something, but that's not the point. It's like. It's a big ass mask, and there could certainly be something. And like, and I wouldn't even mind that. Like, they give us the option to turn on and off, like a mask type thing. Yeah, you do that in No Man's Sky. You go boop, and yeah. it turns on your visor. It just adds to the immersion, you know. And then, like, you see a little health bar there. It's like, pff, fucking awesome, man, awesome. So this would take. So, 
But yeah. I think so. I think first person would really take the the all the Dead Space up to the next level because one of the great things that Dead Space already did was audio, and like I mean, just, and you just can't compare yeah. the audio on PlayStation Three to place it with the capabilities on PlayStation Five. So getting that in first person VR and hearing the Necromorphs crawling through the vents, you know, like you're like, uh, they're in the Ugh. fucking walls, man. They're in the walls, right? And, yeah. And not, and then you are the character who the Necromorphs are going to try to jump out and attack instead of seeing that third person character on the right. screen, like oh stuff like different. the fog too, like when you're. When you're going through and you don't you you have to rely a lot on sound and you know that game typically with the pacing of it you're you're kind of crawling through and then like you'll hear little noises and and you just it it's got this great sense of paranoia about it like it makes you so freaking paranoid that like you just never know you could be working on on upgrading your your uh like gun or whatever any of your items guns and and then like something just pops out at you and you're just like ah, like like but then other times it'll be like nothing so you have to rely on the noises and uh, yeah with the Tempest Audio Engine and stuff uh, it would be interesting to see them utilize this new plugin of having five thousand different sound inputs <laughs> imagine what they could do with that right they they need to step up their game big time to to not only uh, meet the expectations that Visceral already set for us with the original Dead Space 1. Not only right. meet that, because you've got to make the fans happy, right? But then you have to take it a step farther and go, wow, we've got to make this game not only like, make the, the visually uh, more atmospheric, uh, the, use the audio to make it more at- atmospheric, and just make the entire thing scarier. Like, make sure that you're on the edge of your seat for the entire game. Uh, and uh, and, and I've just, I just really, really think that as soon as we get into VR territory, like, I mean... I think I think if you were just going to remake the game and make it third person, then it would just be too similar to the original game, no matter what you change, right? At least Resident yep. Evil 2 Remake had the benefit of like, hey, these used to be pre-rendered backgrounds, and it was on the PlayStation 1, you know, and now we've, you know, given yeah. it 3D environments mm, and stuff. Right. And this whatever. was a beautiful game already. Such a beautiful game already. Like, it's, it's, I remember the first time I played Dead Space 1, you're, you're sitting there and you're like strapped into your seat and stuff and like you're, I don't know what's exactly what's happening, but you're on the ship and you're approaching the Ishimura and like this light is shining through. I was like, this is an amazing cutscene. And then everybody just stopped talking. And I was like, move the analog stick. And I turned the camera. I was like, this is happening in real time. Like the PlayStation yeah. 3 is amazing. And uh, and so, yeah, it, was, it blew me away then. So you'd really have to do something special. And I feel like if you don't go in the first person, then then you're all, you've already screwed up. You're not taking it to the next level as far as like the horror yeah. elements concerned. Yeah, the obviously you'd have to convert it. But again, that's the beauty of it being rebuilt from the ground up is they can throw in that option. They can redesign some things for tailored for VR. Um, we've seen other games like Hitman 3, uh, which were third person. And we kind of questioned, we're like, is that going to be kind of weird being in first person? Is that going to take away mm. the the... the like you know character at all and it was like no not really it still had the voice acting and and you feel like maybe uh even if you don't feel like uh agent 47 you still felt like you know uh, an assassin like a deadly assassin as agent 47 if you just look different so yeah it, it would take away a little bit of of the look and stuff but um there's just there's so much more about it though i mean like want to talk about this was like one of the first games that i feel like it it was like where you got to like dissect like that was what made the combat so cool in this game mm. was like if you shoot him in the head like it didn't do shit like you'd have to 
cut off their arms, cut off their legs, yeah. and and stomp them into pieces, basically. And and that would just be in VR. Just the gore factor would just be amazing. Well, what was it? It was. I, I'm assuming this had the same control scheme that every use control scheme used back then, where it's like you'd hold like L1 or something to aim, and then R1 to to fire or something. Because this was don't forget PlayStation before started utilizing right. the triggers everything was backwards until playstation 4 right um and so like how how much cooler would it be to just like bring up your orb controller and there was because there was another button you hit to to flip the orientation of of the cutter whatever the fuck it was um not the bolt cutter whatever whatever the yeah. default weapon was because you would you would fire like a flat beam or like right and so and you could flip right. that horizontally or vertically and so to not have to push a button you just like bring up your hand with the orb and you you fire this way or you fire that way. I mean, infinitely yeah, more. Yeah, Shades of Grey Matter remembers. He says uh, it, you wouldn't need to press the button because you could just rotate the orb. Exactly what I'm like, saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, but the other thing, uh, another thing I, I think would be really cool is the uh, the zero G, the gravity the zero gravity moments in this game where where you. Um, kind of jump around so it was just various different things uh in the game but but yeah the zero g moments would be so sick and intense uh also yeah so here's my here's my question for you is yeah. uh like what would you want added to this game like what what changes would you want done to make sure that it's like a completely new experience but still remain faithful to dead space Ooh. That's a tricky question. I mean, I still want it to be survival horror. I still want it to be uh, you have to dismember all of the things. I still want the very, like, thing, the thing-looking uh, enemies and stuff in the game. Um, the atmosphere, I think, is something I would absolutely want to keep. The The atmosphere was so fantastic. It's not a colorful game. It's, like, very... Dark and, and and brown yeah. and gross and metal and and I love that about it. I would want I would want that again for sure. Um, like I said, more of a uh, you know maybe retool some of the UI stuff instead of your spine have a thing going on your wrist or something or or on your arm uh, like a meter on your arm. Have it all converted into the usual VR things. The only thing I don't know how you do is maybe the stomp, but I figured you could maybe just look down and press a button or something and and let it let it stomp for you and stuff and watch it watch their 20 limbs explode from a stomp yeah i mean like that would be a small sacrifice i mean that's what you're doing on the flat screen right yeah. you walk up to him and you hit a right. button it's like okay well, i guess we'll hit a button in vr real quick jamie out with a two dollar tip says would you play this play this if it's flat screen only probably not because i've already played it so yeah the only way to the only reason to really play it for me is uh in VR or that's something what, much different. That's what I'm saying, man. It's like I don't. It doesn't matter what you do to this thing. If you're not adding VR support, then like you're missing a missing a huge, huge, huge way to really revamp the revamp. Uh, Donatello yeah. dreaming about PSVR two game cat with a five dollar tip says haptic blood splatter over your face. <laughs> I can feel it just splattering <laughs> yes. over and just running all down. over my face. I want I want right, one of those tentacles. I want when one of those tentacles pop out to hit me in the face and feel the haptics from those tentacles. Tentacles yes. and blood and stuff sputtering over your face. I think yes, I've seen absolutely. a porno like this. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, glorious. 
Uh, thank you guys so much for the donation. Yeah. Um, plasma cutter. No, and somebody said Reaper. Um, so these yeah, were definitely, sense. yeah, definitely. You guys are on the right it's track. Like a rifle. For sure. No, uh, I don't know. But uh, what about you, man? I mean, for me, yeah, the I, I, mostly everything. Like I said, just a good conversion to VR, and then uh, I think that would do so much because this game got so much right about atmosphere and stuff and that shit and sound design and graphics and enemies and pacing. So much of it was pretty awesome um, that that's all I would really want to see on EA's budget. Yeah, uh, there's a few things. I, I know that uh, I know that there was some news that came out that said that they're going to be like stuff that was left on the cutting room floor for Dead Space one. Uh, is going to be included in this game. So stuff that we never saw that was supposed to be included in Dead Space 1, which is great. More story, like let's find out a little bit more about Isaac, you know, a little bit more of the backstory. I mean, and I and I kind of really hope that this is like a, a, a reboot reboot. Like let's just fucking, let's forget 2 and 3 ever happened because 2 was great enough. But man, I feel like Visceral like just went in this totally different direction. Uh, they, they Resident Evil 5'd Dead Space 3. Like, they were just like, oh, we're just going to take this into action and we're, we're not going to worry too much about the horror. And, just, and, just, and it just felt... It just didn't feel like part of the yeah. series at all. So, no. for, for me, I wanted to bring it all back home and, like, remember, hey, this is what made Dead Space good to begin with. Like, it is a horror game. It's not an action game. Like, I don't even care, man. Like, leave, leave multiplayer off the table completely. Like, focus on your amazing single-player campaign because that's what you're known for. And just leave it at that, right? And then, and, and then make everything hyper realistic make sure um you know make sure that everything is everything old is new again right we don't want to be walking down the hallway and go oh dude jumps out of the vent right there i walk into this room and know what to expect that something's going to happen right. in a second no we've seen that we and, and and i've personally played and beaten the original dead space four times four times to get the trip to get the platinum I, did I, you have to did I you have just, to beat it on impossible to get that platinum i don't think so it was impossible the uh the one one kill impossible in your impossible was yeah, it was like permadeath. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. I think I think you just had to play like I don't. If I remember correctly, there was there were trophies for beating on easy, normal, and hard, and they they didn't stack. If I remember correctly, so I had to, and then there was like something I missed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was something I missed, and so I had to go back and play it a fourth time on top of it all. It was ridiculous, Jeez. but like yeah. So I just I just want them to like reinvent everything. Like I mean, do you remember? You remember you remember Parasite Eve one. It was like the first time you saw yeah. the rat transform into like the crazy monster thing. Like I need moments like that where you're like, Oh yeah, we know these necromorph things. We know these like these you know, these alien creatures. We've seen them before. But man, they can make an entrance. Like give them a cool way to make an entrance and you know, and and, and, and make them and allow them to enter the room in different ways we've never seen before. Uh and yeah. and I guess my this is this is gonna be more of a complaint than I really want it to be, um, and as I think about, it, I want to give a shout out to future Pascot, Jessica, PSN, Harry Bell, PSVR, GameCat for life with the two quid says smash the like button, <laughs> smash the like button, Tarzan. I mean Game Cats. Yeah, thank you so much, Scott Jessica. Um, yeah. So one of the things I didn't like about Dead Space the Ripper, the Ripper. It was the Ripper. Are you sure it wasn't the Reaper? I don't know. The Ripper. I don't know. I, now, now I want to go play Dead Space One. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but but one of the things I didn't like was the um, was was that the game became very formulaic. And maybe this is something I only like really picked up on because I played it so many times. But I really think it was something more along the lines of like, hey, 
Isaac, go down here and go fix this. And then you're like, okay, cool. And then you go down and you like go fix He's something. He's just doing his job. That's he, his job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, <laughs> but, but then the second you get there, like something else doesn't work. And they're like, well, to go to, to make sure that gets fixed, you got to go fix this. And you're like, okay, well, I guess, you know, I'm going to take a side route over here to go fix this so that can be fixed. And then like, it's just constant, man. It's constant. Every single time you get to someplace, it's like, hey, uh, you know, it looks like the engines are down. We're going to go have to start the engines back up. And it just seemed so formulaic where it was like just an excuse to funnel you down and like make you yeah. backtrack you know do all this backtracking maybe maybe like sort of refine the story a little bit so it doesn't feel so i don't know just oh i'm just gonna walk from point a to point b again you know yeah very yeah. predictable uh so yeah. but, but that's it man i think i i think that space was a great game and uh and, and just getting yeah, into think, vr you think halfway through the game he'd be like i'm done with this shit right <laughs> I don't want to. No more going to stop an oil leak and have to fight a giant jelly monster with tentacles. Well, he was kind of screwed, uh, man. Within the first five minutes, it was like game over for everybody else <laughs> in that, <laughs> on that mission. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, man, something I just hope to see. You know, we we're getting closer and closer to PSVR two, especially when Sony's going to start showcasing this. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I typically have always been of the mindset of like. You know, I've I've wanted there's I don't want every single game in VR, but there's a good bit that I want, and this is one that I do firmly believe would be like so much better in VR. Um, I mean, you might not want every game in VR, but like I want almost every game in VR. There's very few examples yeah. where I'm like that doesn't make That's sense. I mean. to worry about it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Absolutely. Well, most games. So tell me but, this yeah. before we call it before we call this conversation quits before we call it quits mm-hmm. on this conversation. Resident <laughs> Evil Eight, Silent Hills. Dead Space remake. Silent Hills is not happening. <laughs> which which one do you uh, want as a PSVR two launch title? Because you know we can't have three amazing VR horror games at launch. Uh, uh, I'd probably take. Well, I mean, if I had the choice, Silent Hill, of course. But but if I don't have a choice, or what do I think? Uh, I don't know. If I don't have a choice, then yeah. Village, I guess. You do have That's a choice. A that, that was the question. You, I gave you the choice, and you said, well, "I don't know. If I don't I'd have a choice." Silent Hill, but okay. not. But I'd prefer a Silent Hill, not by Bloober Team, and uh, yeah, sure. and by uh, like I'd almost rather have no Silent Hill than a Bloober Team Silent Hill. And then Fingers I also am like still very skeptical about that rumor. Like, like I mean, there's lots of things that are making it more and more enticing to believe. But it was a multiple like, choice on. question. You're writing a fucking essay right now. Is it- yeah, because it's a, it's a, I don't know. It's a, it's a question that requires a lot of thought. I got to be like, well, do I want this and lose this, or do I? Man, your answers, <laughs> your answers, so diegetic, AJ. <laughs> And that brings us to our final segment of the show, PlayStation VR 20 questions, where one of us takes the role of the host and thinks of a PlayStation VR game. The other host, I guess, I, I guess I'm the contestant, along with all of you cats in the chat, I uh, have to guess uh, what game it is by asking 20 yes or no questions. AJ, do you have a game picked out? Because it is your turn. Oh. Yes. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Let's let's put a let's let's put a timer up because because we're already a little bit over time. So let's. Oh, do this Miles thing. already got it, man. Fall yeah. Guys VR done. That's it. Done. We're done here. Done. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I wanted to take it. Okay. Uh, timer on Marcus. Set go. Here we go. Six minutes on the clock. Um, does it have aim support? No. Okay. No aim support. Uh, is it a horror game? No. 
Not really. No. Not really. Horrid question mark. Not really. Um, okay. Uh, is it a puzzle game? No. Okay. Uh, does it have a flat screen version or a flat screen mode? I think it does. Yeah. Okay. Um, did this developer make multiple PSVR games? No. Shit, I'm not. Do are you writing it down? Yeah. Oh, how many questions? I've, yeah. That was. I guess that was five. If I wrote down the answer to all of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I've uh, caught me off guard again. Okay. Um. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Uh, do you use? Is 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 there uh, any fantasy elements in this game? Uh no. Okay, I didn't like the sound of that. Um, is it sci-fi? No. Is there a heavy narrative? No. Okay, this blows. Eight. <laughs> You're like this game sucks. I hate this game. This game sounds this like game? it's terrible. <laughs> Larry, Larry Chu, thank you so much for the five dollar tip. You didn't say anything, but if you want to say anything, please leave another comment Choo, and we'll give Choo. you a thank head you, Larry. Tip. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, but, 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 but does it is it Dual Shock Four only? Yes. Oh wow. Okay. It's number nine. You're on number ten. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Yeah, it can't it can't be persistence because it's definitely that's definitely a horror game. But thanks, tax refund, and a sci-fi game, uh, and it's a sci-fi game too. Yeah, good call. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Oh, um, oh, 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 no, okay. <laughs> oh man, this is tough. Um, I need don't forget Dave. you have no Dave, but you have a chat as well. I do have a chat, absolutely. Um. This is tough. Yeah, we we already asked if it's a puzzle game, so that leaves that leaves out Zing. Does this go for? Are there is there a rhythm element to this game? Yes. Okay. Now I would totally say Thumper, but that's so horror. That is definitely like well, it's a horror theme. Uh, do you control a little metallic chrome beetle on a track? <laughs> yes. Okay. Is it Thumper? It is Thumper. Scott Jessica, get out of my brain. Right? What that was thump? great. Dude, Thank you. Dude, he said, he said Thumper before we even started asking questions, man. <laughs> Holy great. shit. He is psychic. That's awesome. <laughs> Way to go, Scott Jessica. You guys are, you guys are fantastic. That's a, I said horror question mark. Yeah, I know. I, I'd say that's a tough one. I would have like, given it what a, is it? What do they call it? They call it rhythm violence. Yeah, it's not. They don't call it rhythm horror. Yeah, so don't, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of things they don't call it. <laughs> that it definitely is. But uh, but no, that was good. I'm, I'm I'm definitely glad the chat was here to help me out. Uh, Scott Jessica, yep. way to go, man. Good job. All right, you guys. Uh, that's pretty much perfect timing because it's time for us to get out of here. Uh, thank you, of course, to Miles Dyer who runs our Instagram account. Thank you to Jay Meow uh, who has us up and running on Spotify and soon the website worldwide. It's insane. Uh, also, shout out to Sci-Fi Gamecat oh, who gave a who, dude? Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry delivering timestamps even while he was on vacation last week unbelievable what? thank you so much dude really really appreciate I it i need to give him a raise 
I'll double his salary. I'll double everyone's salary. <laughs> you hear that? You're welcome, Sci-Fi Game Henry. We're all still broke. Um, also, uh, make sure <clears throat> we want to give a huge, huge shout-out to everybody who keeps the channel running and the Discord running. Uh, all the moderators, man. I will not name them by name. Uh, oh, Larry they choose to be. They choose to be uh, anonymous. I mean, and probably for the best. Larry Chu says, thanks for all the reviews. Late to VR, but probably the best channel on YouTube. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, man. That was really, really thank nice. Thank you, Larry. Welcome. Welcome to the family, dude. For sure. Oh, you came in at a good time. Holy shit. You better strap in. Get your wallet ready, because this summer is going to be nuts. Yeah. Go Scott, play the frack demo. Definitely play the frack demo. Scott Jesco, PSN, Harry Fellow, PSVR GameCap, 4 Life, the two quid, says, that's why I'm called Future Past. Dude, you've traveled to the future, found <laughs> oh. out the answer, he came back and told us. I knew Scott Jesco was next, man. He's sneaky. Sneaky motherfucker, that's Scott Jesco. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so again, thank you to all the, thank you to all of our moderators. You're doing God's work, making my life so much easier. I appreciate it. I love you so much. Can I have uh, Scott Jesco's school for talented youngsters coming very soon. Something something doesn't sound wholesome about that. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, you'll find out, uh, guys. Uh, thank you, of course, to everybody who participated in the chat, and thank you to everybody who donated today. Uh, really, really appreciate you helping this channel run. If you also like to donate on uh, Patreon.com/slash/WithoutParoleGames, get your name on that illustrious list of cats down below. Scrolls nonstop three three days a week. Really, really appreciate you guys. Uh, and of course, thank you to everybody who sat back, watched the show, didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. Uh, I used to be one of you. I love you so much. Final words, AJ. Um, no, sorry, I just cued the cat. Words, cue the cat. <laughs> Oops, I didn't mean to because do that. Because I want to say goodbye and see you Wednesday. Justin Cassidy, Hugh Guyver. Oh, shout out to your cousin Mac yeah. and his cousin in cheese. Bob Zarkoff, the underground Dave Station, Dave Cat, elitist elite name squad in the house here. LC two five five two beats the musical game cat. That's what I'm he saw my uh, he saw my stream with Electronauts. He wants to pick up Electronauts now. Uh, Deathly the subterranean death cat. Yo, what's good? Guys, official to you. Gabriel double for the lights to be out. Game cat. Flame hat. Game cat. Smash the like, Tarzan. Johnny, no uh, Nick Mulo, thank you so much for your moderating and other awesomeness um, stuff. Twitch of the single player game cat says, play more dreams. I agree. You got to go play War Garble's third level in Whiplash VR. It's his best level yet. Uh, you, I'll, I'll take that to the grave. Uh, <laughs> off core game cat Mark Pringles Leaf. So many people with parentheses in their name. VR Demon, what's up? Old Darth, good to see you. Dream. Miles Dyer, thank you so much. Serial Killer the Game Cat. Everybody, hide your cereal. Zakataka. <laughs> uh, which I was actually debating. I think it's Zakataka. Oh, that, that would make more sense. Uh, yeah. But I'm never going to be able to change the, now. Except for the Zakataka. Zach attack. Uh, I think I feel it'd be Zach attack. Yeah. I, but, I don't okay. know. Did, did you happen to notice Thomas the game cat Hanks in the chat? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I love it. Shout out on I front love, of the show, man. I Hashtag game cat. Game cat Hashtag game cat in the comments below. If you change your name to game cat, we'll give you a shout yes. out on Friday's show. Oh, I can't wait to do that one on Friday. Dematch. He he did the match smash. The match. Yeah, you didn't quite he did get the that. match. The match. It was a grave. It was a <laughs> VR smash. <laughs> Peter Taylor, thank you so much. He says, hit the like button. Thank you. Listen to Peter Taylor, everybody. Oh, yeah. I knows what he's talking about. Decepticon, GG back to you, sir. Uh, guys, wonderful to see you. 
Thank you so much. Ooh, Tom Tom also said Thumper. Patrick Chem said Thumper. Justin Cassidy said Thumper. So many people. Is my is like my thoughts are my thoughts like uh, they're projecting. They're, yeah, they're projecting <laughs> on the screen. I'm projecting. It's, it's a PS2. Uh, it's a PSVR2 feature. I mean, I, no one knows that you have one, but you know. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Hey, well, you AJ, guys. Uh, AJ, AJ, yeah. I just wanted to say, in, in Dave's absence tonight, thank you so so very much for being uh, just above and beyond the the most diegetic I've ever seen you. Oh. Uh. 